Hello and welcome to the Miles Offside podcast where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of cheese boards. My name is Chuck <laughs> Bailey and welcome to another of our pre-season podcasts where we're going to get very Fulhamish with our very famous uh, West Londoners, Matthew and Safira Gold. <laughs> I'm assuming Ian's going to put that in later. Hi guys, how are you? Yes, very yeah, good. Thanks. Thanks for having us. No, it's an absolute pleasure. Um, naturally, you were the first people I wanted uh, to do this podcast. Um, I mean, that's not because you're the only Fulham fans I know, um, but uh, it's 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 lovely to have you um, with us. How about um, what we start? We talk a little bit about yourselves and uh, why Fulham. Don't take that as accusatory, by the way. Not like you're doing anything wrong. It's a lovely place. I think it's it's fairly um, fair to say that we basically had no choice in it. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's very much a family sort of institute. Um, so my my dad got taken by his dad when um, he was like six, and um, that's it. They've been going ever since. Um, yeah, and we've been we both been going since we were little little kids. Yeah. Okay, so do you, do you still go a lot now? Are you are you season ticket holders? Do you, we are. You are. Yes. yes. Is it in the swimming pool? <laughs> Have you got access? Is there actually a swimming pool, or is this like the Tottenham Hotspur cheese room where we've very much been sold a lie? There's going to be a swimming pool. Um, I think we just yeah we've seen some official stuff. One of the one of the corners there's yeah. there's going to be a cool uh, a pool at the top. Um, it, it, yeah. At the top, like overlooking, like an infinity pool. Like in one of the corners, I think. Instead of <laughs> instead of filling it in with more seats, yeah, uh, yeah, we've, we've just got a swimming pool and who knows what else? A cheese club. It's not know. there yet, though, is it, it? It's not there yet. I mean, they'll probably fill that up last before they leave. Could, will they maybe make it a standing section for a bit, like <laughs> just people just standing in an empty pool? <laughs> Before they fill it in, I think that's fantastic. You've got a listed building and a swimming pool in the same in the yeah. same complex. <laughs> it's going to be absolutely yeah. fantastic. I can't wait. So, um, obviously, last season uh, you were in the championship. You've you've had a fair bit of history. Uh, I think it's safe to say as a bit of a yo-yo club uh, in, in modern times. But tell us about how uh, last season went. How you felt it was with like the style of play and and all of that. Yeah, I mean, obviously it was it was brilliant last season, and it was mm-hmm. um, a big difference from the, the previous um, season. So Marco Silva came in, and we've been playing a lot more expansive football yeah. under him, quick passing, um, counter attacking when we need to, um, making the most out of Mitrovic. Um, obviously, <laughs> with the records, how um, many how many goals? Sorry, was it? It's 43 in the end. 43. Yes, um, just in the league. That just more than I've Tony managed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, for context as well, I mean, if, if you want to get another Ian dig in there, that's the same number of goals as Peterborough scored. Oh, um, wow. Oh, last year. Oh Gutted, Ian. Um, but um, yeah, so so uh, Silver kind of revolutionised the way you were, you were playing. Well, it was back to more what I think a lot of Fulham fans would feel is more traditionally Fulham style, although actually right. saying that we, we didn't play expansively under Roy Hodgson, but no one more does. like it was under <laughs> Slavisa Jakanovic and that yeah. sort of thing, a much more um, attack-minded style, whereas yeah. under Scott Parker it was very defensive, quite pedestrian. Um, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to slag 
Scott Parker off. You know, he did do good things um, for the club. But mm-hmm. but the fact is, I think this is the same at every club. Yep. If you're not doing well, um, fans respond better right. if you yeah, at least yeah. sort of have that attacking style. Whereas if it's not going well and you're playing very defensively, the fans mm-hmm. quickly sort of can turn, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that's completely fair. Like, I, I injured Roy Hodgson for four years, so um, <laughs> you know, and that and that kind of um, that connection you said before with because I thought it was really strange the last time Fulham came up, um, you did really well in the Championship, and again under Jukanovic playing really attacking football, and then he was fired before the season started, right? He got about 10 games, 12 games, something like that. Okay. And then, yeah, we were in the bottom three by that point And it was, we were just all over the place. Some players had come in late and some weren't what we needed them to be. And it was just, yeah. Um, oh, that was... It, it was it was a mess. Well, but that was when we spent 100, what was it, 100 million? Yeah, the Slavisa season was the 100 million season. That just oh, went yeah. So that wasn't the last time we came up, yeah. that was the time before. So that's 17, 18. For, forgive me for losing track. No. <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> no we, yeah. The thing was, we were such a stable club in the Premiership for, what was it, about 11 years, mm-hmm. something like that? Was it? Yeah, we came up in 2000 and, in 2000 and we got relegated in 2014. Oh, so it's, yeah, wow. so it's more 14, more. so 14 years. It's very okay. stable. But now we've got this thing of a yo-yo club, yeah. which we never were. In fact, we were never anywhere near the Premiership for years. I mean, Matthew can barely remember the times before when we hadn't ever been, you know, anywhere mm-hmm. near it really for years. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. It's been it's less. It's been. A, I hate to use this phrase, but it's been an emotional roller coaster <laughs> as a Fulham fan. <laughs> No, no, I can definitely get that again as a, as a, you know, I've, my club, I've kind of seen it the other way, right? We were a yo-yo club palace for, for years, like, uh, went up and relegated. I mean, until Norwich got relegated this mm. time, um, we shared the record for most relegations with them and, and stuff like that. So, and now coming into a stable period. So it's, yeah, I can imagine it's a bit frustrating. So off the back of, you know, seeing managerial changes or style changes or early firings or anything, do you fear any of that under Marco Silva? Do you think that this, based off last season, because you were so successful um, it, this time, it feels a bit different? Or what's kind of your sense check your temperature check as it were going into this year um well i would say what at the point we got promoted at the end of last season it felt a lot different we were going uh-huh. up so expansive over 100 goals all this kind of stuff like and for the first time since we've been this yo-yo club i don't like it but yeah all right yo-yo club um we actually been promoted automatically and we could see it coming for months out. So we were like, right, yeah, yeah. everyone's going to be planning, all the yeah. transfers are going to be different. And now we're here like three weeks before the season and it's like we've got a couple of players in and our defence has less players in it than the Scott Barker team two years ago. Yeah. We've managed to, <laughs> since since two seasons ago in the Premier League, we've managed to lose Ariola and Anderson. That's that's the change yeah. that's happened in defence. Oh, thank oh, you for your Anderson. For. But oh yeah, oh, oh, well we do, we we, uh, we do have the green eyed monster over that. He... over those diagonal passes all day long. Yeah, yeah I mean, I was going to say look on Twitter for some topless pictures of him in a swimming pool in Singapore. But yeah, um, oh, diagonal oh, passes. Oh, yeah. that guy, beautiful. And yeah, Ariola, that was a strange one because you 
you kind of had all the makings. I mean, not to go back again, sorry, make you relive it, but, you know, you had all the makings of a great team. I mean, I know you've lost a couple of them now, like um, Anguissa and Jean-Michel Serri um, and, a few, and a few others that were kind of uh, big fixtures. The thing with Anderson and Ariola were they, they were always only on loan. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think we were only ever going to keep them if we stayed up. And I think... I mean, I think especially with Anderson, I think he might have stayed. I'm not sure about mm-hmm. Ariola, but mm-hmm. they, and in fact, Ariola won um, Player of the Season that season yeah, okay. um, for us. But um, yeah, we when we went down, we knew we wouldn't be able to keep either of them. And quite to be honest, I think majority of Fulham fans would probably love to have Ariola back, but it's not going to happen. He's, he's signed for us down, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a, that was a strange one because he he went there on loan last year and I don't think he played at all and now he's gone back there permanently. So yeah, he yeah. must just be thinking Fabianski, nearly forty or whatever. He's going to play soon enough. Eventually, though, he? he's got to give up, isn't he? Yeah. Um, so while we're talking about uh, transfers, then I think that's a nice natural segue. What what kind of business have Fulham been doing? Any ins and outs? Any strong rumours? Any players in particular you'd like to see come in, or areas you'd like to strengthen, or you think that you need? Well, okay. So in so far is João Paulinha, who mm-hmm. does look amazing. Is a yeah. massive Portuguese defensive midfielder um he's made it into the portugal squad for the past year and a half and like okay in the little bit that we've seen in pre-season he just tackles anything <laughs> he's, he'd tackle his own grandmother if it meant a win I think. yeah um yeah so he looks great maybe he's a little um, bit like um i don't know i'm hoping he'll be a bit like eve basuma that sort of player potentially yeah right, okay basuma, that sort of yeah exactly um yeah, no, so that looks really good. Uh, Andreas Pereira's, yeah, yeah, come in. Yeah. I mean, who knows what we're going to get from him. Maybe, maybe good, maybe shit. We have no idea. <laughs> I think it's a fair <laughs> signing to make, like a, a fair, you know, a punt enough that isn't isn't going to be too financially crippling and might be a yeah. player that has a point to prove, maybe? Yeah, yeah. I think I that's, I actually said that to Matthew the other day. I feel like, you know what, he's, he's had a few chances at, at Man United. I, I feel like he... You know, this is this potentially could be a last chance in the Premiership, I think, for, for him um, just to prove something. But he signed, what is it, until 2024? Yeah, it's it? like four years. So oh, this no, is, that's this is home yeah. yeah, yeah. So he, he really needs to do it here. Yeah. Yeah. And the other one that's a bit of a strange one because he's come from a Ukrainian club, but we have seen the uh, uh, Israeli winger, Mana Solomon, as well, is in the building. But he's not allowed right. to be announced yet. So we've seen him in all like pre-season footage and stuff, but he's not announced. Um, right. It's he really weird. He can't. Us, re- he? Yeah, he can't register until the first of August. But like we know he's yeah. there. Is a very strange one. But we're quite well, excited about him. I think Shakhtar have also haven't they posted that yeah. he is going to be a full player yeah. or something like that. Like, but but there's been no announcement. It's yeah. it's like the most open of open. It's seasons. a very. It's very I mean, it, you know, it's a whole. Yeah. Uh, the, the the threads you could unpull on on the whole Ukrainian players foreign players in Ukraine situation is just mm. it's just mad and yeah that's really strange that he's in the building and playing but can't be yeah. announced that's that's really strange so what we've seen on YouTube he looks he looks really yeah. good he's a sort of um a, w- a left wing isn't he yeah left wing Michelin star Niskins Cabano so I'm calling him um, <laughs> that's 
Yeah, uh, he scored some like really nice goals for Shakhtar in the Champions League and everything against uh, the likes of PSG and okay. Madrid and all sorts. So no, he looks good. But uh, what we really what we really need now is, yeah. in my opinion, and I think in Matthews as well, is to strengthen the defence because mm-hmm. as it stands, um, our central defensive partnership is Tosinaz Rabio, who, mm. to be fair, I think he is. Um, Quality. He's still young, yeah. but he's he's quality. And then Tim Ream, who has been a great player for us, but the fact is, I think he's about thirty-five now, yeah. and he's just right. he. What, you know, when you get players like Salah and Haaland and all these players, he's not going to be able to keep yeah. up. He can only just about keep up in the championship, but mm-hmm. he's a clever player. So positionally, he's good, but we, we need someone else. And I know we've been strongly linked with Issa Diop, which yeah. I would okay. be massively in favour of. I think that would be really, really good. Is that on yeah. like loan or transfer, do you think? I think we've offered... I think we've put in a bid for a proper contract or or something with an obligation if we stay up or something like that. Um, is yeah, I mean it's it's crazy. Our defense is all the same players as two seasons ago. When I was we going to say good, I recognise just all players. of those names. Yeah, <laughs> and then we've um, we um, we're looking at backup for our right back who's Kenny Tete. So we're look, um, we're mm-hmm. looking at a player called Kevin Mbappe who we've yeah. closely linked with as well. Yeah. I've forgotten who he where, where's he from? He's from Wolfsburg. Um, okay, we, we like the name. We like the name. <laughs> I, I like Mbappe. It's it's very much the uh, the shooting stars exactly kind of approach. Exactly. Yeah, uh, to be honest, we probably need like another central midfielder as well um, because we lost. We lost Jean-Michel Serri. Obviously, yep. Fabio Carvalho's gone, so we've brought in Palinia and Pereira to just directly replace those. But then we're mm. looking around and, like, maybe Palinia and Harrison Reed are Premier League quality central midfielders and mm. Pereira, probably. But then we're probably going to play 4-3-3 and we've got arguably three Premier League quality central midfielders in our squad. So we're really mm-hmm. struggling I mean, as soon as we get an injury. Um, can I just interject that I would say that Tom Kearney is Premier League quality, oh, but... The problem is he's injury prone. Very injured, yeah. Um, and that's why when we've come up before, I don't think he's never played at his best for Fulham in the Premiership because I think because of injuries and then also actually like when Ranieri was at Fulham, I mean, he played him out on the right oh, and it was yeah. hopeless. I mean, oh. you know, it just, <laughs> that was heartbreaking. Pain. It was just heartbreaking. Our best players out oh, there. Oh, yeah, the Ranieri position. phase. Oh. Ranieri phase. <laughs> Not a phase. <laughs> I, think, I think Ranieri Moment. is to Fulham potentially what Hodgson is to Crystal Palace. Only probably worse, actually, because Palace, because Hodgson actually saved Hodgson. Palace. Hodgson was like, for, uh, Hodgson there's been too had... much Hodgson slander on this podcast. Yeah, but life. you yeah, would say that being a Fulham less, fan. Less, less, less Hodgson Right. You've had your Europa final, <laughs> uh, you know. And you we had will talk about it forever. <laughs> you know, you had your peak, and then all we just got was the wobbly owl. Um, but but yeah, there's there's. I mean, like you said, there's still some. There's some part. I mean, Anthony Knockart. Jesus Christ. Sorry, I'm just looking at a list of players you have. Just, I think we're trying we to sell him. him. I, yeah. yeah, I think he's one of like three or four players that have basically been told to train with the reserves or the under 21s or whoever excellent it is. that's he the way to feature. treat a brighton player <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really feature last season yeah um wow i mean and to be fair i mean when you're saying about premiership players matthew i mean obviously we've got mitrovic which one yeah. thing we will you know i do want to say is let's that talk a lot, about mitro yes, there's a lot of people 
um, mm-hmm. who say, oh, can Mitro do it in the Premiership and all this? He's a Championship player, but is he a Premiership player? And I think pretty much all Fulham supporters take exception to that because uh, not last time we came up, the time before he mm-hmm. scored, I think it was 11 yeah. in 11, the Premiership yeah. in a team that got relegated and were really, really quite hopeless. With three different managers. With three different <laughs> managers. So that that's not a bad return. And then I think people look at his record last time we were in the Premiership set, oh, he, he hardly got any. Well, Scott Parker didn't play him, and this is why. Yeah, he had a big falling out, didn't he? Yeah. It's really unclear what happened um, there. But one thing's for sure is that Parker did not build the team around his best player, who was Mitrovic. Mm-hmm. So it, you can't say... Or not say you can't say, but no one can really say, oh, Mitro didn't do it last time because he just simply wasn't played. I don't believe that a player that gets 43 goals in the championship and so many top goal scorer for Serbia can't do it in the premiership. I believe that Mitro is a premiership player. It's let's set the team up around him. We need to do everything to make the team work for Mitro. That's, you know, and that's the key, basically. Wow, I've got chills. I've got goosebumps. Um, <laughs> the the, I mean, I mean, the hairs are up happened, on... Exactly. You see what happened with Lukaku. I mean, people could say he's not a premiership player if they want to say that, but clearly he's a great mm-hmm. player. But how many goals did he get last season? You know? uh, uh, four? I don't know. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know. That could be a good... I mean, so what you're saying is Metro's getting the golden boot. Is that what you're... <laughs> If you're if you're in the interest of patterns, so Mitro played in the Premier League for four seasons, um, and if we're starting from the oldest season mm. first, he scored nine goals. Then he scored yeah. one goal. Granted yeah. he only played eighty nine minutes, God knows who that was for. Then he scored eleven goals, like you said. Yeah. Then yeah. he scored three goals. Boo. So next season we're expecting an up. Yeah. So if we're going up there, it's at least 13 goals. Yeah. You know what? I can't believe that under a mark. I think I've, I've got the feeling that Marco Silva, even though he's, he's we're going to have to be more defensively minded than we were Correct. in the championship. Yeah. In the, I mean, if we just do this kind of all out attacking style, we're just going to lose every week. But I do think that if we try to just completely change our style, we'll mm. definitely go down. I think we yeah. still have to try and be attack minded and for that reason I think there's a you know Mitro got a better chance of getting more goals because I still think we might try and outscore other teams yeah. I think we'll have yeah. to quite frankly we, as it stands we just don't have the defence and so we're going to have to go all yeah. out attack that scares me massively <laughs> <laughs> that's fun that's fun that's yeah. good vibes I'd rather go down uh, if we're going to go down I'd rather go down with a, with that sort of fight and um, spirit than just like mm-hmm. oh well we were tenacious and shut up shop but actually right. we scored nine goals at home or whatever it was last yeah, time yeah. we went up <sighs> yeah I mean, <laughs> I mean it's it's a difficult one isn't it the balancing act because exactly like you said what's worked for you so well in the championship you want to at least still harness that energy and that element of it and you know, you look at the Premier League in the last few seasons and we've seen teams come up and have success with that. Um, teams like Brentford, teams like Sheffield United, albeit short term, mm. um, as much as it pains me, you know, not anymore, but Wolves um, for a bit. And and you yeah. see those teams that come up and then can make a crack of it. Um, I think that's definitely what you want to see, that they actually put in the effort and you can enjoy the football. Yeah. I think what I'm afraid of with it is something like say for instance Norwich um, because Mm -hmm. they always try and play attacking or they have done and it just doesn't work Mm 
But saying that, we were way closer last time. I mean, to be fair, we, we were playing very much more defensively. But we, we I feel that we've been a lot closer mm. to the standard, um, not to have a go at Norwich particularly. But, you know, obviously they, they've got a very different kind of transfer policy than mm-hmm. we do. Um, I mean, I, I have heard some people saying that, I mean, I think everyone thinks, look, that Fulham are going to be in the conversation for relegation. And I think we probably think that as well but saying right. that I have heard quite a few people saying maybe Fulham actually will do it and I know some people are sort of saying oh you know maybe this is going to be Southampton's year to go down or you know yeah, what's going to yeah. happen with Leeds or what's going to happen with yep. Brentford and um, I think it, feels, it feels like this is a year where there are more teams that there's a legitimate conversation around that do, yeah. do, would you would you say you feel that as a team that has now been promoted because exactly like you say, like I genuinely think again, Leeds could get relegated, Everton could get mm. relegated, Southampton, yeah, they've made quite a lot of good signings. I'm not sure. Uh, mm. I think Wolves are at risk. I think Leicester can easily get sucked down, like into that legit, believe that mm. bottom half of the table. Um, obviously, Forest coming up, Bournemouth, I think will will, will go straight back down. So I think yeah. that's that's twentieth sorted. Um, Forest are a bit of an unknown quantity, but you know where there's enough chaos, you know, do you think that can be your ladder as uh, Game of Thrones yeah. is? I mean, yeah. I mean, you're looking at especially Everton and Leeds. Like they were both, were they the two positions above relegation, and they've both gone and lost their best players, and it's like. Maybe they'll sign players that can be as good, but but can Leeds realistically replace yeah. what um, I know Everton have got? You know uh, what Calvin Phillips um, and Rafinha gave to them. I don't know about that. And then losing <laughs> Richarlison from a team that was basically just Richarlison. Yeah. that's yeah. that's not good. They bought in them um, Morgan White Gibbs. I know that he's uh, but they then bought, you know, he's a young player. Morgan Gibbs has yeah. a lot of money. A lot of money, but they've got a lot of money. Not well, yeah. no, they don't. They're really in trouble, and their terrible <laughs> oh. owner is is still staying there. He put out a statement about that, which is which is great for everyone else. <laughs> I mean, I listen. I do agree with Matthew. I think I think that most people, at, at most Fulham supporters, probably think that Bournemouth and, and Forest will really struggle. Mm. And the main reason I think that Fulham fans say that it's not to even slag off Bournemouth and Forest, mm-hmm. but we think that we'll struggle. And we were the best team by a long way right. in the, in the championship. You know, obviously, I'm going to say that, but but I wouldn't normally say that. You know, um, that's how I saw it. We did play the best football, and we did. We sort of, do you know what? We fell away a little bit in terms of our intensity at the end of yeah. the season, and I think it's that's difficult they to knew keep it up. Was done. But 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 Forest kind of came out of nowhere to some extent, um, and you know. Can Bournemouth do it? I don't know. But I think that we think Bournemouth and Forest will be weaker than us. And we're worried about getting relegated. Therefore, most people think those two will go down. Who knows? Hmm. But what is worth, I quite like Forest. I actually think they're going to be probably all right. Um, what, you think they I won't think get relegated? I think their style of play really suits it. I think the way Steve Cooper set up is like yeah. really good. They defend really solidly. And they're sick on the counter-attack. But I, I really like... a couple of yeah. Premier League teams last year in the FA Cup. Like, it was Leicester, yeah. Arsenal. Um, yeah. I so, mean, I really like Steve Cooper, to be yeah. fair. I'm really yeah. glad he's going to get a chance. I mean, um, I, I, I was quite glad that I called that one when he came in and Mark Daffin on the, on the slack. I mean, we'll we'll hear from Mark more about Forrest um, when we record the pod with him. But mm. I was so glad I called that. I was like, mate, you're going up. And he didn't believe me. <laughs> and, and and I think I, I kind of agree with you, Matthew. I think the signings that they've made are excellent. Mm. 
um not to go on too much of a, a tangent here um but yeah i yeah i think they're good but i i, I think you've got i think you've got a chance but we've got, we've got harry wilson as well you've got harry yeah. wilson um who i think i think you know what he's he's one of those i think he can make this the step up to the yeah. premier league um i mm-hmm. mean i think this is I, I think he's one of those where this is his time now to prove easy premiership quality and i think yeah. he knows this yeah. is now his, his chance um by the way um i know we haven't got onto it yet I think of all our players, Harry Wilson, if he's classified as a midfielder, I think he's one, depending on his price, could be um, your fifth midfielder for, for oh, okay. FPL because he will play every week and no doubt he'll get some assists. Oh, so okay. I think so Harry Wilson, take, yeah. Yeah, so, well, yeah, he does take some. He hasn't. He didn't take as many as we thought, though, did he, last season? The left foot. Yeah. But, but anyway, <laughs> he, he, he's a potential, um, potential shout for FPL, I'd say. Okay, well, yeah, you are jumping the gun a little bit there, but you know, I'll allow, I'll allow it. It's your first time. Um, I mean, not to go back too much to concerns, but Marco Silva, um, we've seen him with a couple of clubs in the Premier League uh, before. Are you at all concerned about him getting his head turned like he did before? Let's let's first wish that we do well enough that okay. other teams will be interested. <laughs> Good so answer. If we get okay. eight by, by December, um, yes. we'll cross that bridge. <laughs> okay, then fair enough. Uh, no, I, I don't think, think that's that's a, a, he's, he's got a good thing going here. I think if he really does do that with us again, like his reputation, yeah, it will just mud. be... It will be shattered in terms of just yeah being willing to leave at the drop of a hat. And you think he'd want to see out the season? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think and, so. And do you get the feeling he's being backed in in the way that he wants? With you know, again, if you guys are on Fulham social media and those kind of things more, do you think do you, do you get the vibe that he's enjoying things there? That he wants to keep building? That the that Tony Khan is kind of backing him with with making the right moves in the market to make sure they're okay. I think they want to back him as much as possible. We've seen he's he appears to have much more control over the over who comes in mm-hmm. than previous managers have had. But we haven't got enough players. There were some reports that he was expecting like ten new faces kind of by the start of preseason, and wow. I mean he had one, and now we've got three. But like we really were expecting sort of six, seven, eight, and I think it's mainly due to incompetence rather than actually not wanting oh, to right, to back okay. him. Like. We we either get burned by agents or we're not willing to pay a little bit over the odds because our our model says a player is exactly worth a certain amount of millions right, and we yeah, yeah. refuse to ever pay slightly over the odds if it means getting a player in four weeks earlier in the window and then yeah, they go the, somewhere else or then the brinkmanship approach. Is that a joke? Yeah. considering how much we paid for Angusa and John Mcalsari. No, no. But yeah, well, they came in in the hundred million one, weren't they? they? Yeah, they were part of that hundred million window. Um, but yeah, we we're gonna leave it late. We always leave it late, and now we we have. Well, at least we've got a few. I think they will support I, it. They I, are gonna come in. I think the thing is, Chuck. We we what what we have brought in. I think most fans are quite pleased with what yeah. we have brought in in the yeah. sense that there's some quality. It's just that everyone's concerned about the defense. Really concerned. Yeah, yeah. That that's the thing. 
I think that I, I think that's fair, and I mean, as, as again, as someone who, who's a fan of a club who isn't necessarily flush with money in terms of Premier League status, is sometimes it can be a bit painful when they do. You know, Palace have that before of waiting and waiting and waiting. Sometimes waiting years and you know, twelve twelve months, eighteen months, two years to get the player in. That's right. And so, fingers crossed for you, especially mm. if, if, like you're saying, the defence that's a bit of a concern. And um, I think the other thing would be if Mitro got injured. Oh, I don't know what we do. No, oh, absolutely. Don't, that, it's mean... not going to happen. Let's <laughs> not. We don't go down that route. Mitro with his golden boots. I think what we can hope, though, I mean, with this transfer market, of course, it's in a sense. I think it's a good, a good season to come up because obviously with the with the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Players yeah, will yeah. obviously be thinking, well, if, if they've got the choice of going to a club where clearly they're going to sit on the bench or come to a team where they're going to get time, they might in a World Cup year sort yeah, of definitely. think a bit more carefully about coming somewhere like Fulham. Yeah, and and it's it's all relative, right? Because you know, even the poorest team, as it were, um, not that not the Fulham are obviously poor in terms of money, but you know, richer than most of the clubs in Europe still yeah. uh, through yeah. the money. So you've also got that financial pull. Um, um, coming, coming for you. So, um, excellent. Right. Well, you've touched on it briefly. Then, um, fantasy Premier League—the thing that binds us all, it seems, <laughs> um, whether that's for good or bad. Who, you, you know, you've already mentioned Harry Wilson. Uh, he is six point by the way. Ooh. Um, it's, Ooh, uh, that maybe that does price him out. I just think it needs to be more like five. Feels a bit fine. steep. Yeah. Like, what, um, what was he to Harry Wilson? Like, how many goals was it? Ten goals uh, or something last yeah, season. Yeah, he did he the double like double. 30 goal involvements, I think, roughly. Yeah, last but, year. but so Mitro got about lot. 60, mate, so come on now. But he's like <laughs> the best player in the league. <laughs> what? Do you know what Mitro's um, being priced at, by the way? Mitrovic is at a 6.5. Uh, I, you know, you've got to have him in then, haven't you? Got to have him it's in. 6.5. That's ridiculous. Harry Wilson, 6 and Mitro, 6.5. That doesn't seem right. To, well, I suppose it's the goal involvements, like you say. It's the, it's the midfield premium as well, you know. Yeah, midfielders. But yeah. are there any other players that you think we should watch out for, or, or that you have already got in your team as other placeholders or, or emotional bets? I'm guessing don't get the defenders. Yeah, you're probably not looking for them defender. I mean, the thing is, like at the moment, Tosin is nailed on to start, as is T- Kenny Tete and probably Anthony Robinson, but. But actually, because yeah, Joe Bryan, our backup right back, just broke his hand apparently, so he's definitely going to start the season. Know that. Yeah. Live um, updates. So they're all going to start. Yeah, I know, exclusive. <laughs> um, so they're all going to start um, at the moment, but like, and whoever we buy as a keeper, which is probably also going to happen for a transfer, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to be busy. So like, yeah, you know, okay. we've been heavily linked with um, Bernd Leno, actually. Yeah, I've been yeah. hearing about that. And of course, if you're in the Fulham goal, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, that's what he says. You're going to get save points, and we know he's a good shot stopper. <laughs> so, you know, if, you, if you're going to go the way of having just someone that you think will be solid, it could be. But I don't know. I mean, we're not going to be, the, we, you know, it's not going to be like having Nick Pope at, at the back of a Burnley team, you know. So yeah. I think, I, I don't think Realistically, anyone... it's probably one of the front three. Um, yeah, it'll be Wilson, Mitro, or probably Solomon. Like, I do expect Solomon to start. Right, most got of the you. time, even though Cabano played for us last year, I think it will be Solomon yeah. mainly. Um, and if he's cheap, because I'm not sure he might be a bit of an unknown quantity to FPL, he mm-hmm. might be cheap. Could be worth I suppose the only other, well, I was going to say, 
because of course Tom Kearney, he's he he doesn't play as a number ten anymore. He's more in the sort of eight role, but he will pop up with goals and assists. Yeah. Having said that, again, his time's going to be managed. So I think for that reason, that probably rules him out. So yeah, not sh- yeah. I don't think. Uh, uh, a little bit sparse, basically. A little bit sparse. Okay, but that's like, okay. The there's least, a, there's yeah. still some gold in there. That's these are the marginal gains that you that you can make through the season, knowing these things. This is um, the least least big scoop of the season. I think we're basically saying me tries the one. Hey, look, look. Sometimes sometimes you overlook the simplest, you know, the simplest solution. You know, we're all, you know, the guy got forty three goals last year, and even yeah. if even if he does twenty five percent of his numbers, that's still decent. Yeah, um, for yeah. that money, which is what we kind of saw with Ivan Tony as well, about a third. So, um, yeah. so then the last thing I want to cover with you, it's putting your money where your mouth is. Where do you think Fulham <laughs> finished this season? And I'm going to go to Matthew first. The start of my line. Yeah. Go on, 16. sell me a dream. That's it. <laughs> That's the start of life. Sixty. I don't ask me who's going to finish below us, but I just sixteen <laughs> doesn't doesn't bloody matter. Four other teams are going to finish. You better put that in your predictor league now, Matthew. Yeah, I mean, what I did in my private predictor league is, <laughs> is no one else's business. Well, you say that it'll be my business. Uh, Safira, uh, any advance on sixteen? Well, I was going to say sixteen as well, so I think I'll have to say fifteen then. Oh, uh, naturally, you have to go higher. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say 17 because that's just too boring, isn't it? And I, like, listen, th- there's no way that I could allow myself to say bottom three. Not going to um, allow yourself a, a top tenable, no? I just, I just don't think that's realistic. No. You know? that's uh, I see what you did there. There, there, there <laughs> it goes, right? <laughs> Making sure. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You're famous. You're known throughout my family. It's marvellous. Um, guys, thank you ever so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you about Fulham and, and learning this uh, myself. Um, it, it's well known that um, at least my my American uh, co-host doesn't normally like talking uh, about teams that are anything outside the top six. Um, so I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for having us. No, it's been a pleasure and um, glad to... Uh educate the miles offside massive massive in it miles offside <laughs> massive the moms um well you can get, check us out on twitter at miles offside pod uh we've got a pin tweet at the moment of all the stuff we're doing um our patreon is free at the minute so you get free access to the slack for the rest of the month um there's also joining links for our fpl team and as well as the aforementioned predictor league uh, just fill out a form where you think all 20 teams are going to finish and uh, a golden boot winner as well. And um, I mean, I've mentioned it before, but Tom Townley actually put himself as uh, the golden boot winner. So that's, uh, <laughs> I can't see him winning any tiebreakers. Um, thank you very, very much again, guys. Uh, any shout outs you want to do? Anyone, anyone, you did uh, like an Oscars sign off or anything like that? <laughs> oh, I suppose we've got to shout out our, uh, our dad. <laughs> shout out dad. Andy. Yeah. Andy so without- Gold! Exactly. Without him, there would be no uh, Fulham supporting for us. Exactly. Exactly. Beautiful. What a beautiful family story. I'm off (laughs) to have a Victoria sponge, a nice Chianti and a cheese board. (laughs) Sounds lovely. Embrace the Fulham. Uh, Take care, everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Saf, I don't know what you're worried about. Oh, right. Yeah, well, I just... um, 
Well, Matthew does. Matthew does definitely know. Um, it sort of get knows the, the news and things like that a little bit more, and uh, so, uh, you know, it's nice to have a sidekick, isn't it? Yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> no. But um, no, I'm so, I was, 